Okay. Six-pack discussions, Jared Jones. What are we talking about today? Today, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, we've been trying to avoid this subject um, because honestly, I think a lot of people are just tired of it, but I I feel like we have different perspectives and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about COVID. Um, A couple of uh, differences of opinion on certain events. Um, what is the title that we came up with? What's wronger? Yeah, what's wronger? Yeah, having a little bit of fun there with the yeah. with the words, of course. Um, but we're not about situations that we can probably we've probably seen in the news, we've seen out there, and we're just going to talk about what's wronger. But uh, before we get to that, Jared, don't we have a, a pretty unique sponsor actually today? We do. We actually have our first professional athlete, which what? is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, professional disc golfer Daniel Gervitz, uh, PDGA number one five four nine nine eight. Awesome. Um, yeah, he, he gave us a listen and he he kind of liked our perspectives. You know, we we don't really try to take some sort of political side. We just try to give our experiences and our opinions based off our experiences versus uh, rather. And uh, he, he liked it. So anyways, yeah, he uh, he donated to our cause and bought us a six pack today. I love it. And our last episode was kind of about athletes. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit about a little NCAA. Yeah. yeah I, he's not a college athlete by any means, but I'm sure that probably uh, spurred the excitement around why to sponsor us. Yeah. So good guy. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate you. Cool. So let's get back into the podcast. So what, which is wronger? So let's talk about maybe lay the land right now. Yep. When we're talking about COVID, what are some of the things that might bring a bit of a, a laugh or a smile to your face? If you hear this on the news and maybe you switch the channel and you hear the exact opposite occurring mm. and, and people are saying, well, that's wrong or that's right. When is it all right to gather? When is it all right to not gather? When are you supposed to wear a mask? When are you not supposed to wear a mask? There's so many back and forth. So lay it on me. What do you got? You got a couple of examples? Oh yeah. Yeah. My favorite one is as of recent, um, the Sturgis rally was horrible. Uh, I mean, that that's just a massive spreading event, but Obama's Friends oh and family God. birthday party. Uh, that's that's okay. You know, Fauci is very concerned about the Sturgis rally, but not a peep about the Obama. Like that. If you're wrong with one, you are wrong with both. Correct. If you're, I'm sorry. If you're not comfortable with wrong with one, you're not comfortable with both. You either have to say both are wrong, or you can't say one is wrong. Agreed. That's the situation. Agreed. And I think Fauci came out and said that the Sturgis rally is going to worry him. Uh yeah. Yep. And and. Here's a weird one, though. Not trying to defend either one of them. No, no. I, again, this this isn't what this podcast is about. No. Our whole point is, if you're wrong with one, yes. you're wrong with both. What's wronger? What's wronger? Because that's, that's almost <laughs> what we're debating, but it's not even a debate because it's clear. If you just change the channel, one source is, oh, yeah, this is okay. One source is saying, no, no, those hell heathens. You yeah. Know? Now, on. here's a weird one. Sturgis Rally. It's outside. And I think the science has already kind of stated that outside events are not exactly a, a challenge. Yep. Um, now, Obama's birthday party, you could make the argument it is outside, even though it had it's large tent. tents yeah, with yeah, AC yeah. and all that. Eh, well, that's not it feels like inside, but whatever. Look, I'm sorry. I don't think viruses kind of capitalize on loopholes. No. At the end of the day, what, transfers, what people transfers. are saying, exactly. If you were in close proximity to someone. Yep. You're likely going to get it. That, that's what we've been told. So it doesn't matter what why you're gathering. Nope. It doesn't matter what you're gathering about. It is if you're gathering. That, that's what that's what we've been told for the last eighteen months, right? Hundred yeah. percent. So there's one. What, what about you? What's your favorite? Well, this one is back in the day. This is a little back, throwback. Little throwback Thursday for us. Eighteen months ago, right? <laughs> when all of a sudden, um, you probably witnessed this, but some restaurants were closed down. Yeah. Some small businesses, uh, mom and pop type stores, were kind of forced to, you know, shutter their hours or state that their occupancy was lower. And this this happened a lot more in other states than some. Mm-hmm. Um, right in Arizona, where we're located. It was uh, kind of middle ground, I think, of what was closing. Yep. But you went to a state like California, and there was no restaurants that were allowed to be open. Meanwhile, you go to a Walmart, you go to any big box retailer, and tell me that they close their doors. Uh, no. Absolutely not. I can't tell you that. So who won in these situations? You have the Amazons, the big box retailers, like you know Walmart and uh, Target probably and Home Depot. You have all these big stores who essentially got new business that they would never have because all of the mom and pop stores closed down. So I think there's a little bit of hypocrisy there where you, you state that, oh, it's a bigger threat in small stores than, than large stores. Where yeah. I would say that might be actually an opposite. I think you probably have more of a threat with those larger stores. Whatever it may be, you can't do it. You'd, what's wronger? 
Neither one of them. What's wrong? Yeah. Also, um, one of my favorite ones, I, I just got back from, from traveling uh, for business oh what, last week. This is actually, I should have stated this one first because this truly is my favorite. I, you know, as our listeners now grown accustomed to people that actually know us on a personal level, um, I'm not one to really bite my tongue that often. <laughs> so I, I do, in airports, I play it cool because I know people are stressed about flying. So I, I try not to be as much of a smart ass, but I can only do so much. My favorite is we have to social distance getting onto the plane. Like I, I'm talking security. I have accidentally cut people multiple times. I am not trying to be rude here, but I have accidentally cut people because they're 10 feet apart as recent <laughs> as, this, as this past weekend. And, and it's like, dude, I, I'm sorry. Here, please go ahead. I, 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 do, I am now uncomfortable because I don't know how to make you feel comfortable. And yeah. what? Anyways. So I have to say six feet apart insecurity. getting onto, yeah. And security and, and, you know, checking your, um, when you get your boarding pass. Exactly. And then, what and then I have thing? to literally touch knees with this overweight gentleman to my left for two hours. It goes from six feet to six centimeters. Yeah. Real yeah. quick. It's like, so, so, so all that is to say, are, are you doing it just to check a box, just to, you know, have a nice little infomercial saying how, how we're just practicing being safe? Because, because clearly whenever it actually comes to dollars and cents, i.e., you know, packing those planes, yep. you actually don't care. And look, truthfully, you know, personally speaking, Whatever, I am taking the risk, just as I'm taking the risk every time I drive my car to whatever establishment, I'm taking the risk of a potential motor vehicle accident. I'm taking the risk of a potential plane crash. I, I'm okay because I am willing to accept yep. the risk to go travel. Yep. So I'm not saying, oh, we, we should keep the middle seat open because I don't think that was doing anything either. Nope. But what I'm saying is how in the world does it make sense? Why would you separate me? Leading up to the plane, making me uncomfortable at every single establishment uh, as far as restaurants inside the airport. But as soon as you get on the plane, okay, we're all normal. Come on, man. Yeah, you can't you can't do either one. It's what's wronger. Like, yeah, what's wronger? It, if you're okay with one, you have to be okay with both. And then the opposite is true. Exactly. If you're not okay with one, you're not okay with both. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, um, what's another one you got? Another one. So uh, I think uh, most people are, are aware of the New York situation, where they had uh, a lot of. Um, nursing home uh, deaths or an increase of nursing home deaths because of COVID. And there's, you know, there's scrutiny on if this was a right action or the, the, the incorrect action. I don't know what is the right action and I'm not even commentating on that. Mm-mm. But a lot Let's of... Let's get there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but a lot of the media stated that, um, that these, these actions were hailed as a good uh, good thing to do. Let's, yeah. let's Praised. move, Praised yeah, move yeah. the older people into these uh, very tight nursing homes where everyone was very close. Unfortunately, if you were sick, you were just going to be forced to move into them. And then you go to like a Florida type situation where uh, there was a little bit less forcing and a little bit more like, hey, there, there are, there is a virus that could kill you. You need to take precautionary steps. We recommend that you do X. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I don't know the entire numbers here and there, but I think Florida had a much better result with their elderly population over the entire last 18 months. And so there's a very odd situation where let's just look at the numbers and say, hey guys, uh, this, this decision actually held a better results or this decision held a better results. So next time, now we know what to do, not pointing the blame on individuals or parties or anything like that. Like, hey, unfortunately, when you have the fire you know, coming at you, you're going to make very, very quick decisions. Mm-hmm. So we get it. You made a decision. There was a bad or good result. Let's go ahead and audible yeah. halfway through yeah. and, and fix it. Look, you know, it's actually really frustrating. I'm glad you touched on that, Cody, and I'm sure we're going to hit on this a little bit later. But it really bothers me whenever, whether it's, um, you know, leaders inside a business, in a household, uh, elected officials, whatever, whenever you don't evolve with the situation that facts continue to oh present themselves, but you're so hellbent on remaining your position, you know, whether you're speaking from a political standpoint or whatever, that really bothers me that people aren't, aren't humble enough, aren't, um, level headed enough. I I don't really know the right word I'm looking for, but if you don't change your mind as what, especially something like COVID, something that is so unknown yeah, and you're just gonna, you know, dig your heels in from the very first bit of information you got 18 months ago. Yeah. You got to change your mind. You got to. You yeah, gotta, I I, res- I would respect you so much more, but unfortunately, right now as a society, you get oh oh wishy washy. Oh, you know, no backbone. It's like no yeah. no 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 no. Let's actually praise the guy that has the guts to change his minds, and let's praise the guy that is actually taking facts and just 
be transparent and say, hey guys, I don't have all the information right now. I'm yep. doing my damnedest and my team's doing their damnedest to get all the information. I don't have it right now. Nope. But with the information, I always try to tell my wife, Brittany, for our family, let's make the best decision with the facts that we have available today. Now, you know, we both reserve the right to completely 180 tomorrow. 100%. You know, but that's with the present facts, we have to make the best decision. And that's all I can ever ask any team member, any, you know, follower, leader, whomever. That's all I can ever ask of anyone. 100% I agree with you. And I think that's what we saw is a very stark difference where, and, and here's another thing is, is, for whatever reason, some individuals think that the person that comes up with the best idea is not themselves. They think that they need to have some type of bureaucrat or some type of scientist or some type of political leader that was elected to make those decisions for them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, unfortunately, some families need to make their own decisions. And that's where I think some some states or some communities kind of said, hey, guys, I'm going to give you all the information. Here's what I would do in your steps. So let's get we kind of went from the big picture ideas, yep. but let's get into the individuals now who kind of said stuff and made laws or made executive orders, but didn't follow their own rules. So let's start with the governor of California, Governor Newsom, went ahead and said, hey guys, I need everybody to stay inside. You're not allowed really to do social gatherings over the, you know, your your household unit, which is like five or six people or whatever. You are not supposed to be indoors without a mask on, and uh, you really shouldn't be out eating. That was his recommendation, and his executive order stated that. And then what did he do? I think like two weeks later or a week later, he was the infamous French Wilson. Laundry yeah. up in nice wine country near yeah. his estate. Yep. And he had, I think, four or five different households yep. all gathered in a very nice restaurant getting served in an indoor dining area with mm -hmm. no mask present. Yep. So there is kind of the, you know, what do they call it? The for thee, but not for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. So, hey, if, if I was Governor Newsom, guess what? If I'm going to do something like that, you can't do, you can't tell people how to live their lives if you're not going to live it the same way. If you're in that kind of a position of power, yeah. you're going to say, hey, you know what? Sorry, I'm going to still go out to dinner with my friends. Sorry, you can't tell other people to do. You can say, hey, I recommend you don't. I'm healthy mm -hmm. and I'm in a good position. I don't, I'm not able to get sick possibly or whatever it may be. Yeah, I was actually, uh, I, I was actually listening to, uh, listening to the news this morning and they had on the, oh shoot, I want to say it was the governor of Montana and I'm blanking on the name. Okay. Um, Shoot. Okay, not important. Anyways, and they were talking about mask mandates in schools. Yep. That's a very hot topic right now, right? And he said, look, personally, I am asking all of my school boards yeah. to not mandate anything. However, they are in positions for a reason. I am directing them to, I said, hey, free choice. You know, yep. let, the, let the parents be parents, right? Now, some school boards are, are going against that and mandating within their respective districts. He is obviously, he didn't say it, but you can clear his body, you can clear his day, see his body language, his demeanor, his tone of voice, et cetera, that he was annoyed. But what I really respected is like, hey, I'm not going to overturn that decision. Mm. I put he or she in a position of authority of leadership. And if they think that is the best move for their respective school district, okay. And I, look, you know, truthfully, I, I think... Initially, I was really hoping he'd say, hey, no, I, I said, this is my state. Um, you know, that, that's how it's going to be. But, you know, as I was, I was, I was really listening to him, I, I really do try to watch news in an unbiased way. Yeah. I, I kind of concluded, I was like, you know, I really respect the fact that he doesn't agree with the measure. Yep. But yet he's letting his leaders do what he's employing them to do, do, do what the elect, uh, the, the population wants them to do. Yeah. So all this to say, I, I really wish a Newsom or, or a Cuomo or whomever, DeSantis for that matter, all of these, you know, kind of celebrity type politicians that are yeah, that yeah. are kind of arising. You know, yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I really wish they would just kind of take a step back, give their opinions yep. because, hey, that's what the elected, uh, I'm sorry, that's what the, uh, the patrons of that state elected them to do. Yeah. But don't necessarily govern. Don't, don't really mandate. Don't yeah. really... Allow the people to be American, to be free. Yeah. You know, hey, if you want to wear a mask, do I actually just went to uh, the Cowboys Cardinals game not too long ago. Yep. It was it was great. Um, you know, kind of the, the mandate is saying, hey, you know, try to be respectful of, of the spacing, you know, be cognizant of, you know, people's comfort zones, comfort levels, et cetera. Wear a mask if you want. 
Don't if you don't want to. Yep. What a great concept. Yeah. How bad that you have to, you have to almost, it's almost a marketing tactic. Hey, you can or can't wear a mask. It's almost like, oh, wow. What? You're giving the choice? It gets exciting for some people. Yeah, that's so weird. we have uh, we have the governor of California. We have the governor of Montana. Um, another kind of hilarious, uh, you know, which one's wronger. And then we'll move into a couple of ideas that me and Jared have about this whole situation. Um, unless you have another one, of course. But um, governor of Michigan, I think probably, I think it's summer. I'm guessing it was summertime because of the circumstances. But last summer... Uh, I think it was her husband decided, hey, I want to go out boating. Now, very, very hilariously, about a week prior, she put out a notice to all of, you know, Michiganites or Michiganders, I don't know what they call themselves. Hey, um, you know, we're really going to uh, recommend that everybody does not go to their summer homes because a lot of, I guess, people in Michigan have homes in northern Michigan and, and on the lake and things, including them. We're going to recommend that you don't do that, and we're going to recommend that you don't go up into, uh, you know, your boathouse. Well, meanwhile, her husband and her go out in the lake, and he gets, you know, photos taken of him, of course, and everyone's like, okay, here's another situation where you're telling everybody else that they're not allowed to do something, but you're too good or too special or above them to be able to do those kind of situations. So again, that's where I think any argument starts to fall, about, uh, fall apart whenever you are having a bit of hypocrisy where you're saying, hey, you guys can't do that, but I can. What's special about me? And, and the last one, unless you have another example, Cody, Go for it. it just kind of dawned on me. Um, this one actually kind of got a, l- a little bit a little bit of press in, in Thanksgiving because unfortunately there are a lot of people that did not get to truly celebrate Thanksgiving like they would in years past, you know, with oh, all the yeah. family around the table yeah. is hard. And it's, unfortunately, and I'm sure it, it affected many Americans families that they will no longer get to actually have that Thanksgiving due to deaths or yeah. whatever. Right. Denver's mayor days before Thanksgiving, or I'm sorry, it was either days before or the day of he, he oh said, my gosh, he urged everyone not to travel and he said, Hey, don't do this. Blah, 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 blah. Did he go to town? The next day, he boarded a plane to Mississippi to go have a, a family, family dinner for for Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh! And it's like, you know, how I what, couldn't what, I, I couldn't sleep at night. You know what? Actually, I, 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 sure, I, lo- I love that, Cody, and I, I anticipated I, that response. Uh, but what I'm trying to think is, let's say that that's your uncle, that's your that's your cousin, whatever. You're at the Thanksgiving table because clearly you know who he is. If he's in a Denver mayor, like he's yeah. kind of a big deal. How could you not? And I know you would, just given your personality. How would you not? Hey, Uncle, whatever his name is. Are you allowed to be here? Yeah. Didn't you literally just tell one of the biggest cities in America, don't do what you just did? Like, that really bothers me. Oh, God. That really bothers me. I elect you to have my best interest in mind, and and you you literally tell me what you pee down my back and tell me it's raining, dude. Don't. Come on. So I said last one for me, but it's hilarious because you brought this up. Austin Mayor, mm. I think Steve Adler, maybe I think is his name or something. Mayor Adler, um, exact same situation. I don't know if it was Thanksgiving, but it was some type of holiday or something. Maybe his daughter, his daughter actually got married. Um, he sent out a text via Twitter saying, "Hey, um, Austinites, um, we're having cases rise. We're having problems. I urge you to stay indoors. I urge you not to go out for food and." to the clubs and to the bars. I urge you, we, we need to stay on this together and, you know, bring down the numbers. Guess where he did that from? Uh, do tell. Cabo. Oh. Cabo, Mexico on a little vacation. Oh. So meanwhile, he's telling his own constituents, hey, stay indoors. Did, did he say, hey, stay indoors unless you're going to go on vacation with your family? No, he did not say that. Now, if he would have said that, I would have been like, oh, okay. Well, I guess he doesn't really mean anything, but he didn't. He's once again doing the same thing that your Denver mayor said mm-hmm. is, is, hey, you guys got this. I'm going to do my thing that I wanted to anyways. I'm not going to sacrifice my experiences from my personal life, but you need to. Yeah, Cabo was really cheap to fly to this past year. <sighs> it was either Cabo or some yeah, part yeah. Of, it was it in was, Mexico. It was an exotic. Yeah, yeah Cancun, yeah, it was, it was, Cabo, yeah. whatever. I think it was Cabo. So I am opening my second beer. So let's move into the... Let me, uh, let me match you there. Okay. Second section of the podcast, we talked about the 
which kind of the problems yeah almost? which is yeah. wronger almost like you yeah, know what's these, wronger? these situations of of not only politicians but media situations that seem to kind of mirror each other but people have different perspectives when really they should have the same perspective yeah it, it you know i know we kind of started off the podcast this way if you're wrong or if you think one of those actions that we just spoke about was wrong you have to think they're all wrong you yeah. you can't let political bias or political officials influence you in a way to where you can literally almost be brainwashed a sturgis rally is the same as obama's birthday correct it, it has the same effect and maybe a larger mass of people uh, yeah yeah but but still okay i'm sorry yes. there's 200 people 200 plus people yes whatever, whatever it was i don't want to get into the the intent is yes mass yeah. gatherings correct right? that, that's what we're talking about here yeah or, or different family household gatherings, I guess, yeah. to, to use uh, similar language throughout these entire stories. But it's one of those things, if, if you think a Sturgis, if you're overly concerned, if you were literally making press headlines saying, oh, I'm, I'm really concerned about they the Sturgis They should not rally, do that. Well, guess what? You should feel the same about Obama's party. Yep. That's not right. It's and not it right. really bothers me because right now, you know, for a lot of different reasons, and we're not going to get into that, a lot of different reasons, we, we have a stark divide. For, in America. For these stupid logical things. And it's because they people don't really understand if you're not okay with one, you can't be okay with other. Just because someone who has a donkey over an elephant, it doesn't make it right. I don't care who you represent, what you think, what yep. your policies are. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. 100%. So. 100%. Okay, yeah. so second section. Take let's a little go break. Ahead. Yeah, let's take a little break and talk about the beer for today. So thank you to our sponsor, of course. Yeah, again, Daniel Gerberts. I appreciate you. And what um, did he get us today, Jared? Yeah, so he got us a nice little local beer here in Arizona. It's, Santa, it's from Santan Brewing Company. Uh, it's called Pebblehead Stony Hazy IPA. Oh. Um, pretty solid choice, man. Uh, I'm actually really happy. Uh, we've had about one down. Let, let, let's take a little sip and uh, give us the rating, huh? So, I was told that this is supposed to have a bit of like a, uh, what's that fruity pebble taste to it? I was told, I don't know if that was, if that's correct or not. Um, I don't know if that was on a brewery tour that I took, but what do you think? Does this taste like fruity pebbles to you from anything about your childhood at all? Nothing will ever compare to the original OG fruity pebbles. The problem with fruity, you know the problem with fruity pebbles? <laughs> oh, though. they got too soggy, man. You had, you to, had to eat that stuff so Yeah, fast. I was like Kobayashi, man, trying to not get it soggy. You yeah. used to put too much, too little milk in there so you could still get like crunch in it. And then the roof of your mouth. Oh, it'd be horrible. Oh, yeah. So. Um, um, this beer, though. Beer, though. I like this. this is I do, too. A good IPA. I'm not an IPA fan, as you know. I know you're not. Yeah. So for the kind of flavor content, it's definitely fruitier, which I'm a big, uh, what's the fruitier beers that... Um, Oh, you like your sours, man. Sours. Oh, yeah, you're a big sour So sours, guy. Um, they're fruity. And this actually... Ah, we're going to lose listeners off that. I know, there. I know. Oh. I love a good sour. But, oh. you know, the funny thing is, is I go from a sour... To a porter. To a porter or like a stout all day. Yeah. You're the weirdest beer spectrum in the world. But, okay. All right. So this beer, let, let's... What you got? What you got I'm going to go with a solid uh, three, six, three, seven. Man. I'm like Oprah with my, with my rankings. And I'm not going to stop because... My scale is my scale, so it's all relative. Like you're, you're very difficult to get in the fours. Yeah, you you seem to just give away. Like scores. I said, I'm the Oprah Winfrey yeah. of of these beer ratings. And, Every hey, beer is a five point eight. Hey, honestly, anyone who's ever known me for more than an hour, beer, it's either a zero or a hundred. I, I I am not in between about a lot of things, and true. my drinks included. So, anyways, I actually really like this. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna go. Dude, honestly, I think it's solid. It's got it's got good flavor. I'm going four three. Four three. Four three. I'm That's proud of this one. A good beer. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna buy this again. I would say for all of our listeners, um, because we are from Arizona, I'm gonna actually recommend that you go out and go find Santan Brewery. Give give a dude. You remember that beer. one time we went to uh, did a sales lunch there? Yeah. Their food? Food is great. Not just for a bar either. No. Like that's good food. Good food. But for anybody that's listening from not in state, yeah. go grab a beer because they are, I think, multiple state uh, distribution. So you can actually go buy this beer probably at a couple different... Um, yeah, like Total Wine Total or Total Wine or BevMo. Yeah. So Santan Brewery out of Chandler, Arizona, uh, which is awesome. That's where we call home. Pebblehead is what we're drinking, but I think they have like five or six other beers. I yeah, would say... They got, they got a wide array. Good lineup. Good lineup. So... I'm actually proud of it. So... Back to the topic to him. Section two. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? What are we going to say? What is the way that you fix this? How do we fix this type of problem where we have a media and also a politician kind of issue? So 
one, let, let's just address the obvious. At the end of the day, we're just two guys just, you know, splitting a six pack, trying to solve the world's problems. You know, we always kind of make that joke, right? We do, yeah. But by no means are we going to sit here and, and arrogantly say that we haven't figured out regardless of whatever we end up. So, however. How would we do it? Maybe? How would we do it? Let's say <laughs> we run for, for office in 2024. I don't think we'll Co- be old enough. Co-presidencies? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think no vice president, just co-presidencies. Co-presidents. They have co-CEOs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a joke too. Um, anyways, so if if I'm co-president for a day, I guess, honestly, what I think we do is we, we make the CDC responsible for it. You know what I'm saying? And and not I don't want I want I want it to almost be like independently. Um, ran. I don't want any sort of political bias. I don't even want to be able to elect a, a um, like a, C, a head of the CDC almost. I don't want to be able to appoint. I'm sorry, not elect. I almost want it to be a representative of the people. I don't want. So just for our, just for our, our our listeners, right now, just so we're on the same yeah. page, uh, the CDC they're appointed by the politicians that we elect right now. Yes. That's the current process. So. Um, we elect, say, uh, Joe Biden got into office this and last he year, gets to appoint his cabinet, and he yeah. goes ahead and appoints the head of the CDC. Yep. Now, the head of the CDC has not changed for a the, the real person that has been the kind of the face of this entire pandemic is actually uh, Anthony Fauci, who's yep. actually the head of the NIH. He's been there for 30, 40 years. So for our listeners, they're appointed individuals. They're not um, elected. Yep. Um, so if if we were not going to have our elected officials appoint them who would actually put them in position of power so honestly i think that's almost an election again you think so yeah it's one of those things where i don't there's a lot just so you know oh it's a lot it's a lot i'm not saying this is an easy fix because i don't think an easy fix is is truly warranted for this but we have to figure out a way to where they do not under under no circumstances honestly in my perfect world you don't even know if they're republican or democrat Honestly, in my perfect world, yeah. only independents could run that. Like a for judge. This. Like a judge, actually. Because judges well, right now are supposed to be bipartisan every single time. And they were operative, actually... Operative word, supposed to be, but... They what, pretty what much a, are. What a freaking uproar, you know, whenever certain parties get to elect. So, yeah. I, I almost... I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to mm. introduce that whole judge appointing because there was a little bit of drama yeah. in November. So, I, I really don't want to go there. Okay. Was so, so so how do you elect them but not have like some type of bias? That's a different issue, I think. It, it is. It, and like, I don't think it's a perfect issue, but I, I almost want it, it to be saying, hey, because of my experience, because of, hey, I've been in medicine for 30 years or because I've done this mm-hmm. for, I almost want it to be a non-political issue. Yeah. So I, I actually, in, in my perfect world, and, and I'm not, Honestly, I'm not in love with this solution, but I, I really racked my brain all on this for a long time, and this is the best I came up with because it's a very difficult issue. No, it is. So I, I say, hey, the head of the CDC, um, if you, they have flexed a lot of power to where it almost is dangerous to have it just be an appointed individual, I think. I, 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 liked, I like the elected individual part. Okay. So what about the media coverage? So you went through kind of the maybe yeah. the issue at the government level. Media coverage, and then give me also a uh, an idea or solution around individual politicians on their hypocrisy. Yeah, so so media coverage, honestly, I, I'm damn curious on the idea that you're going to be able to spin up on me. Because honestly, I think, look, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like we have a lot of buddies in our circle, and especially at work, that are on you know left and right spectrums. And I don't feel like anyone's particularly proud of their particular party right now, right? Correct. I would, I would 100% agree. Okay. I think everybody's kind of like, mm. So right now, what we, as, as the majority here, need to do is let our dollars speak. And what I mean by that is, hey, stop tuning into MSNBC and Fox News. Stop tuning into CNN. Stop tuning into these giants. And I understand they, they're mega, mega companies, right? They have mm-hmm. a lot of influence. Yeah. But whenever I can watch one channel and get one story and watch another channel and allegedly get the same story but completely different facts, and, and who the hell knows? The, 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 tr- the lack of trust in our media is, is pathetic. Yeah. For the greatest country on earth, I don't, I don't know what the hell I'm watching a lot of times because I don't, I don't really know what to believe. And that, that's so horrible to, to have that level of distrust in our CDC right now, in our mass media um, Channels, yeah, 
So anyways, I think as far as a solution, I guess my solution is, is to truly start trying to help our, our network out saying, hey, let's let our voices be heard by the lack of viewership. Because once the, the executives are, oh, hell, our ratings are, are, are dying, you know, all this little clickbait, you know, oh, Trump did this, Biden did this. That's, that's not working anymore. Why? And then all of a sudden, you know, they get their little, uh, what, Nielsen, Nielsen surveys. Well, yep. no one can freaking believe you. So they actually have to start reporting the truth. So I think a nice little check needs to happen. Yeah. So you have elected um, departments, uh, uh, head of departments, yep. right? Which are like the CDC. And discouraging people look uh, watching mass media right now for the time being. That'd be the second thing. And what's really difficult is because my second one I'm not particularly proud of yeah, yeah. because I don't really know how to measure that. Yeah. Because when am I allowed to say, hey, in six months, let's do a status check. And everyone on that day, in six months from now, we watch it and let's see if it's factual or not. Well, that's kind of lame. Like, I'm not particularly proud, but I do feel like we need, that's, that's really how we can actually change something is through money and by, you know, lack, I agree. Of, lack of leadership. I agree. Okay, third thing. So we have these politicians that have the the mayor of Denver, the mayor yep. of Austin, the governor of uh, California and Michigan that said one thing, but did something different. Yep. This is kind of just a little play on words here. This is kind of the age old problem of uh, when you're, you're raising your kids. Yep. Right. So I'm going through this right now. And of course I haven't had to deal with this yet, but I can only assume as a toddler grows up, you're going to start saying, they're going to say why. And I say, because I said so, because I said so. And I, I'm, I'm making a personal vendetta against those words. Those words, I pray will never come out of my mouth. I do not want to say, because I said so, I want to give her a real reason because I don't want to do that. Or I've never done that. Things like that. That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So, um, for, for, for our listeners, I'm sure if you're a, a parent of some sort, you probably said, because I said so, I bet you, you probably don't want to say those words either because it's just easier to say it, of course. Yeah. And, and so this one, I'm actually, this is, this is going to be kind of, kind of dicey. Uh Oh, I know what are we can do with these politicians. If you go against an executive order or a policy that you put on the imp implement, if yes. you, if you go against whatever you implement impeached, if it's proven that you willingly, knowingly went against what you just implemented for your population, however big your scope is, impeach right then and there. And, and the reason why is because I want elected officials to be very cautious about, about the amount of laws that they try to put into place. Yeah. So I want to limit that. And I feel like that level of scrutiny needs to be had when implementing policy. To be like, oh my gosh, I need to actually think of all these different loopholes. I need to make damn sure what I'm saying, what I'm wanting my people to do is what I think is the best move for them. Because if... If I wouldn't do it? Exactly. So, the, the, so that one, I'm, I'm probably the most sound on. It's going to be very difficult for you to talk me off that. Yeah. But I think something as extreme as right then and there, non-negotiable. If, if you say, hey, uh, Denver, hey, wherever, do not leave your house. And then I'm caught on a plane to Mississippi or Cabo or Cancun or wherever, done. Actually, just stay there because you do not have a job coming back. So the impeachment process, just so we're on the same page and our listeners are, it is unfortunately um, an interesting process that is not used very often because of this reason. It normally takes the Congress of the state or the federal level to essentially act on it. So, so the state of Denver... Now, at a mayor level, it's very interesting. I don't know if there's actually an impeachment process at a city council. I am not aware of it. I'm sure there is. Somebody will correct us via our social media page or anything like that. Feel free to. I'd love to learn it. But at the state level and the federal level, your Congress would need to go ahead and say, hey, guys, we're going to start this impeachment process. So what happens if you have a Congress that is of the same party? They're never going to bring it upon you. Just just throwing that little wrench Look, in your system. I, I understand, but right now I was operating with carte blanche. I yeah. I am the almighty. Yes. My word is law tomorrow. Got it. So okay. I understand. I learned all too about, I learned all too much about impeachment in 2019 and 2020, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw a joke in there. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of impeachment so, going all, on. All that is to say is, is, look, I understand it is a very long journey. And, yeah. And, and truthfully, I'm actually kind of happy that it, it's somewhat... Challenging. Challenging. It's not Beca yeah. Because, you know, you'd like to think that these people are in a position for a reason, yep. for the right reasons, rather. So I'm actually kind of happy that there is some due diligence. Innocent until proven But like I said, in my perfect little Jared world, okay. you go against a policy that you implement, boom, you're done. 
Okay. No, no second chances. Okay, so not even impeachment. Um, actually, like some type of faster a rule. Abonishment. I don't know okay. what you want to call it. Oh yeah, I, no, I got it. So yeah. I, I just was making sure. Yeah. I, I you, took your, it. Your I took second it. in command is actually going to be you the next day. Yeah. So I took it as that, and I'm making sure that the impeachment process is not what you were actually referencing, because yeah. I think you're actually meaning like, hey, you're fired. Okay. Sure. Yeah, let's call it that. Yeah. I guess correction of words. Yes. You are done the next day. Yeah. Like if you're proven and you can go to court. Someone takes a selfie of you in an airport in Cabo yeah. and you just said, hey, no one leave. Okay. But your vacation just got extended. Or you send a Twitter directly from there and location services say <laughs> sure. Cabo even worse. I swear. I think sometimes they're just screwing with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's hear you, man. I like it, man. Let's so hear you. The first thing we have is um, what do we do with... Not media, but what was the first issue? It was uh, it was like mass gatherings or um... no? What was your first uh, your first solution was all about? How do we fix? Holy smokes! How do we forget? We're on second beer, and this is crazy. Oh, it's IPA. Yeah, but that's third beer. That's third beer to forget what we literally just said. I I just had some groundbreaking stuff. Okay, I'm gonna go media first. Think about it as I'm thinking about media. So media wise, um, I kind of like your idea. I think, unfortunately, media, you can't have it free. Um, it is our First Amendment, right? You have the ability to say whatever you want. You have the ability to gather and have religious services. And then you also get to have the freedom of press. So because of that, it gets a little interesting because um, be, because of our First Amendment, people are able to monetize uh, your, your press, and that, that includes CNN, that includes Fox News, that includes MSNBC, that includes your, your podcast, just like what we're on right now. And so because of that, I don't think you can give it away for free, just to your point. So now, how do you fix it? Well, dollars, just like you said. You have to have the dollars start to count. Now, mainstream media has slowly been seeing their ratings go down and their viewership go down, which is good. They're going to alternate channels such as YouTube to podcasts like what we're doing today and to just different different channels. Now, some of these channels, of course, are extreme to some extent, either left or right or some other extreme. That's not good. We need to somehow build like the NPR of, of previous past because right now NPR has a, an agenda, unfortunately. So there needs to be some type of middle ground, and whoever is able to monetize that middle ground, I think will win. I'm ready to give those dollars to that person as well. I don't know about you, Jared, but I'm ready to say if there's a, if there's a middle ground news company that comes out like how CNN originally came out and said, hey guys, we're just going to report the news as we read it. And I all of a sudden will go say, you know what, I'm going to give money to you. Now, it'd be better if it was a nonprofit. It would be better if there was some type of... Um, bipartisan uh, uh, regulatory agency that they build themselves. I don't want this a government agency by any means. I want like a company that says, hey, we're going to do this the right way and catch us when we're wrong. We're going to, we're going to send out uh, corrections if needed. Oh, we're going to take, that. we're going to take ownership of what we send out because we actually don't want to mislead individuals. So there needs to be another company. I don't think any of the companies nowadays can do it. I think no, no, unfortunately, their brands no. are too established. Exactly. So there needs to be another company that comes up and says, guys, we're not trying to convince people of a certain narrative. We just want to tell you what it, what happened. And then you form the opinion. Bingo. You form your own opinion. And then we'll let all these extremist news outlets, they can sell you their shit on a wall in some instances. Yeah, That's what they're selling. Yeah, exactly. They're selling clickbait. Bingo. I, That's why we had to be so careful with this damn title of the podcast. Dude. I know. Crazy. I don't want it to clickbait, man. Absolutely. That's not crazy. fun. So, hey, did you remember? Yeah. What? You remember my grandiose scheme? CDC elected official. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so how do we fix the government officials? Uh, Jared mentioned that we need to elect them. I am not for that. So media, okay. we might have some middle ground. We'll talk about maybe some polls sure, here yeah, in the yeah. next section, but... Um, I'm not really for the election thing, but there's just too many. Uh, I think uh, uh, the common American, including myself, does not understand how many state and federal level departments there are. I agree. We would I'll have share with that. hundreds of, of elected officials that we would be responsible for doing due diligence for. 
that we don't even do due diligence right now during our presidential elections. Right? This is already... I, I reluctantly agree. I'm in, that, I'm in that same category. Exactly. So you don't have to agree with me yet, Jared, yeah. but, <laughs> but I don't think we can agree to that. So I think there's, there's an appointment process that still needs to occur. I do like how our appointments work where uh, we have, an, uh, I think, some status groups where the governor or uh, president will elect an individual and then they need to go through Senate hearings to approve that individual, which I, I'm fine. You know, they, the, the cabinet goes through this and then I think the top 50 positions in different departments go through this process. The Senate is, of course, normally 50-50 or pretty dang close to it, yep. whatever it may be. They go through this approval process. Now, in most cases, they pretty much approve everybody. There might be one outlier. I'm not, I'm not honestly against it. I think the current process is actually pretty much as good as it can get in our elected official type of democracy. Okay, let's, you built me up. Come I'm on. good. Come I'm, on. I'm actually Give it good, to me. I'm actually good with how it is. The only problem I have with it is, is that whenever they become a... Uh, uh, a speaker of the, uh, the of the information. So right now, over the last year, the coveted health scientist has been Anthony Fauci. I don't care. That information should have been disseminated through the person that I elected. So whoever is ele- the elected official that appointed that person. So you're wanting to censor the elect uh, the appointed official? No, I want my elected official to take that information that they appointed. And now act on it. So I want the elected official to make the final decision mm. and also be the person that disseminates the information. So I didn't elect Anthony Fauci. So if he comes to some type of conclusion that is not for what was he, what was my elected official for, well, of course, I want to know what that information is. So I hope my elected official would do that. But I also want that person to give me the information in a way that is how I elected them. So I, I don't like whenever there are competing interests from my elected official and one of their is appointments. It's essentially saying, okay, I want, to ele- I want to have this leader of a company, and I also want to have a co-leader that comes up for only certain things. No, you can give me that information, and then I can disseminate that as appropriately. So I think over the last year, we've never seen this happen, I don't think. Uh, in, Not in our lifetime. In our lifetime, yeah. at least. We've yeah. never seen an appointed official, whether that's the Farm Bureau head of the Farm Bureau, the head of the FBI, the head of the CDC, the head of the NIH. These are all departments that are appointed officials. We've mm-hmm. never seen those people come up and Couldn't become... tell you their names. Exactly. We've never seen them come up and become um, talking points on publishing, CNN. Publishing books, you mean? Yeah, exactly. That is absurd. They're there to do their job as appointed. It's a very coveted job. Great. But then when you get information that will affect 330 Americans... Million. You give 330 million Americans. What did I say? 330? Yeah. That's like the size of this room. <laughs> I know. 330 Amer- or million Americans. Yeah, right. Um, you're going to have to give that to an official that's been uh, elected, and then they can give that information. That's that's my fix. It's not a rule. It's not a big change, honestly. So so really, your fix is just essentially checking the Fauci's of the world saying, hey, that's cute that you have 100 reporters in your face. Shut up. Yep. No more talking. Yes. Yes. And, and if, if the public doesn't like that information coming from the elected official, guess what happens next time? You get voted out. Bingo. It's interesting. I know. I'm not trying to change the world. It's very similar to how I think everything has worked for the last probably 200 years in our federal side and our state level. Like our state level. Tell me. So, so you're okay with reporters being in someone's face saying, nope, my boss told me not to talk. If you, if you want to talk, go, to, go talk to the White House secretary or... Let's talk about maybe pros, cons. Okay, later. In a second. Okay, got it. I got got one it. More to go okay, so so you got media kind of checking through. checking CDC. Yep. Or checking uh, appointed officials rather. Hypocrisy uh, of uh, elected officials. Yeah, yeah. What is their punishment? What do you do? I'm with you. I yeah. think I think my solution is very similar. Let's hear it. Um, I don't know about uh, it being instantaneously. I do believe uh, innocent until proven guilty. Well, that's fine. I can wait an hour. Okay. Uh, I, I think that if you have an elected official that decides to go against a, a recent executive order or a recent law, this is the same idea that if if a governor or a mayor was going 150 miles an hour down the freeway, should they get a ticket? 100% yes. 
Okay. Um, if a governor or a mayor shot somebody in the head, should they get a ticket? And some, yeah. <laughs> and go to prison. Yeah. Uh, right. So honestly, sorry, you you're breaking a law, and even worse, so you probably know the law or the rule the most intimately. Well, you made it exactly. I hope so. So so as soon as you go against that own rule or law, sorry, but you now get the full penalty of the rule of the law and more because I trusted you to do it as well. So now you get some other rule or law that only applies to you as an elected official, mm-hmm. which has some negative benefits of it, right? You're going to get people that are kind of scared to act. You're going to get some mayors and governors that are going to be scared to enact anything, which is good. You want them to be kind of scared. Like, hey, this should not affect people in a negative manner at all. And if it possibly does, am I ever going to be doing something like this? So mm-hmm. I, I do agree. I think I think there should be a... Man, I think we're really close on two of the three. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. So as we, as we transition to our third B here, I, I want to... I want to talk about a, a couple points that have been kind of ringing in my head. So uh, early on, I almost kind of praised the governor of Montana as far as saying, hey, um, I urge you guys to let the parents job. parent. Yeah. And honestly, I, I'm guilty of it as well in my... Oh, real quick, just a correction because I'm, I'm kind of misunderstanding. Did, did he say the parents parent or the school boards do their so, job. So, so I'm, I'm sorry. So he said the school boards do their job. So through his actions, he's letting the school boards do their job, i.e. certain school districts are mandating masks against his wishes, if you yes. will. But he's still letting them do their jobs because that's why he has them in positions so that he has them. I have some rife, I have some problem with that, but I'll get to you in a second. Sorry. And we will. But, but um, first I want to address, because I, I commended him for that, because even though you could tell from his body language and tone of voice, yeah. that's what he's doing. He's letting... Uh, against his wishes as the governor said, Hey, if you want to mandate masks, reluctantly. Okay. So I was guilty of this and I noticed it in my mid talk track, but I knew we were going to get to the, the debunking and the, um, which we're actually at now we're on. Yeah. Third beer. We're at. Yeah. So I don't know if, and I know you said, it, I just can't remember the example you said, but we're going to have to do a little bit more research. I feel like after the podcast, because as far as the Denver mayor goes, you know, we, we kind of mocked him for saying, telling all of his, you know, Denverites, if you will, hey, stay inside, no no mass gatherings, no, um, you know, cross-pollination yep. with other families, and then you, you know, go on a plane to Mississippi <laughs> the next day. But I feel like there's some commonalities, and I know you gave a similar example, and we specifically use the word urged, urged his Denverites, yep. hey, do this. Or I can't remember the city that you told me then. Then you went on to Austin. Cabo. Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All your little Austinites. Hey, I urge you to stay. So I I feel like I'm guilty because I just commended the governor of Montana. Hey, I want you to do this. But, you know, if you are, if my school board is mandating you mask, listen to them. So I think I have to be very careful in my words because I'm commending one and and you know, shaming the other. So good thinking. Yeah. So I think I have to poke a little hole in my own. It's it's actually a bit of a gray area because urging somebody and forcing somebody. Yeah. And so, so it's a very soft area. You see where I'm going though? Yeah, I do. Because I could urge people in Phoenix, right? If I was the mayor of Phoenix, Hey guys, you're not allowed outside. Don't go outside for gatherings. Stay inside in only one household. Now I didn't pass any orders. I didn't pass any laws. So every single person could go out in the streets and go have fun. They can go to the clubs. They can go to uh, you know restaurants for dinner with their family and all that. Now, nobody can get arrested for that. Now, where it crosses a line is when somebody goes out in the middle of a park and is practicing Taekwondo or whatever, not wearing a mask in California, and they get arrested. Yep. See the line there? I do. I do. And But I, 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 just, want, I just wanted to... Yeah. to I agree. own a little fault there yeah. because I, I, I praised one yep. and, and shamed another. I love it. So I have to be a little careful as far as actually reading into the, the true publication, the, 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 the true law. Yeah. Because urging, in my perfect world, you don't get fired for urging someone to do something no. because it's one of those things, at the end of the day, they are trying to take Help. care of the masses. Public health. Exactly. 
you know, and, and we're talking Austin, we're talking Denver, two big areas, very big cities. I mean, what at least probably top twenty-five in America minimum. Oh yeah, if not higher. So I do agree. They they should be able to definitely so, urge people. I, I I need to be more careful. I think I just kind of I need to own that. So here's a weird one. So your Montana, uh, my my rife with that, right? My my kind of issue with it is he's letting the school boards. Yep. I still I don't know if this is just maybe my personal Americanism thinking that the individual probably has the closest amount of information at heart. Why not just say, Hey, if you, you know, you're a Montanaian, I'm guessing that's what they call themselves. Sounds right. Wear a mask, get vaccinated. If you have an allergy, you know, whatever, whatever your excuses are. Hold right. On, on, now I'm, I'm saying at the individual level, why does he not like them make the decision instead of the school board? What, what would be the difference? No, I, I am actually, I'm aligned, but at a certain point, you know, let's, let's put this in, in terms to where, you know, we would understand, you know, the commoner as far as, um, you know, you have aspirations of owning your own businesses, as do I, whenever you get to a certain point and you hire a manager, a yeah. CEO or whomever, you hired them for a reason, right? So you have to trust that they have the greatest pulse on that department, on that company. As, as you continue to climb and get a little higher up, you have to, because if you're always doing their job, well, then why the hell do you need them? Yeah, but okay. Who who is leading me? I'm a I'm a Montana Knight. I've been here for 50 years. Yep. I have three kids. My the family. Governor, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just an individual in Montana. Yep. But you voted who for the knows, governor. So that's what I say. Who knows my family better than me? No one. Exactly. So I I didn't I didn't say you know the school governor or or school yeah. board member right. So that's why I'm like okay yeah you can you can lead downstream as much as you want but at a certain point I'm still an individual. That's where I'm like, ah. I, I, I get it. I, I, this is one of those where I truly am. And this is a very rare instance where I, I can actually see both sides. Yeah, I know there is a little, I, I want to lean one way, but I can also see the other way. So I, I don't feel comfortable with actually stating position on that. I, I no, yeah. actually my position is, I think I have to lean to the governor's side. I respect yeah. the fact that he is respecting his leaders that he is appointed. appointed yeah. Yeah. Whatever it may be. So, um, Anyways, you you just mentioned the whole vaccination thing. Yes. That's probably arguably one of the biggest rubs. It, it, that is a very polarizing topic right now in America. Yeah, I'm kind of scared even to say the word. Yeah. Out loud. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really interesting. Um yeah, I know you know, we, we've talked it about It causes a conversation that's just absolutely always crazy. Like it people does. ask you It does. Because if you don't give the answer that they're expecting, you instantly change in their mind. I told you. Regardless, I like to ask people, right? I was going to avoid that question, but hey, Cody, have you been vaccinated? How did you have sex with your wife last night? Well, that's a personal question. I thought yours was too. <laughs> that was the worst skit we've ever done. And that wasn't even planned. That was just, I just heard you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, the, the, we just lost another listener. Um, <laughs> no. So anyways, look, again, you know, to, to try to remove all joking aside, that is a very polarizing, like I said, regardless yeah. of your past performance, regardless of your past results, regardless of what your future may hold, if someone of authority, you know, professionally, personally, wherever, asks you that question and you don't give the response that they're anticipating you to give and, and but anticipating, uh, let me clarify that, what they're wanting you to give yeah. from their own belief, you change instantly. And it, and it's good both, or bad. And it's both sides. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't like matter. Said, it's good or bad. Yeah. We could give completely different answers between me and you exactly. to the same person. And unfortunately, that person, depending on their views, yeah, will completely disavow one of us. So you showed me a video, and, and I don't want to, I want to actually, you know, give you the floor here. You showed me a video about a week or two ago. Oh my gosh. And I believe it was recorded sometime pre-November 6th. It was. Yeah, it was recorded about 30 days prior, I think right after one of the presidential debates. You have... Um, you know, Kamala Harris, who's Biden. the vice president. You have Biden. You have AOC. You have Diane Feinstein of California. You have, um, who's the uh, House Speaker? Pelosi. Yeah, Nancy. You have Nancy yeah. Pelosi. You have a lot of, let's just say, the most prominent Democrat leaders um, who avidly were hate, hating of the current president, uh, Trump. And they all stated that they would not be getting the vaccine. And that they thought that the vaccine was some type of evil creation by Donald Trump. Correct. 
They all said it in different ways, of course. It's about a two-minute-long montage of videos. We're, we're going to include the link to the video in the, in the description. 100%. It's actually an interesting thing because this is all Do, do you know the source? Because I, I remember my oh, it's first— multiple. It's CNN. It's but all, my first question to you when I, upon, upon watching this video, when, hey, man, was this edited? Like, th- this is this is kind of sketchy. It's not edited. All it is is it's like when they're getting interviewed by CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, they're getting interviewed by other hosts. This was their feedback. Now, again, this was about six months into vaccine creation, so there is some hesitancy around it because it's never been done, of course. So, you know, kudos. Operation Warp Speed. Exactly. Kudos to getting it done by a certain point in time. But it's very interesting that elected officials were taking a stance on a medical item because it it had a possible political effect. And then about 30 days later, after an election occurred— all their tones changed. And this is one of the things that I think people need to be held accountable for is, hey, yes, you can change your mind. And I think we're all for that. But if it's something as such as drastic as stating that this is possibly something I will never do, I think uh, Vice President uh, Pelosi. Pelosi said it. No, Pelosi. Kamala uh, Harris also yeah. said it too. She said, I would never take that. And then 40 days, 50 days later, they Shame said, the people who don't. Exactly. So that's that's an interesting thing where you have to be very cognizant of the manipulation that some individuals do. Because that, that's definitely manipulation. Yeah, and the reason why I said Pelosi, because I, I don't know, maybe you disagree, but as far as a, a following, I feel like Pelosi has a stronger following. I honestly think like in, in, that, in that party, I feel like it's Biden, one, probably has the biggest... Um, you know, I guess pull. I would say Pelosi's too, honestly. No, one hundred percent. I think yeah. in, in the Democrats, yeah, she's definitely got a following, but she's also been in politics for forty years. Uh, yeah, agreed, agreed. Right. So you know, but but that, anyways, that kind of circles back to to what you and I were talking about as far as our ideas for for how do we right this wrong? How do we how do we get the true information out to the people? I don't want no, a politician. Not. I want a trusted, respected individual saying, "Hey, this is safe." Hey, my pregnant wife, uh, my wife isn't pregnant right now, but you know, I'm, I'm talking you in general. Yeah. Hey, this is safe for for women, for children, for men, for pregnancies. Or, hey guys. We don't know. We don't, I would respect that so much more. I know. I yeah. would respect that so much more if you leave the freaking politics out of it. Yeah. I don't, political, politics should stop where life starts. Yeah. Always. In, in every single instance, politics, beliefs should stop. Where your life could start or end, there there is no eh, well maybe no 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 no. We don't know. No, I, and I would and, and honestly, I kind of want to do a full it's circle. Up to, it's up to you. I want to do a full circle on this because I would respect you so much more if you allowed yourself to be so humble to where you saying, "Hey, Cody, right now I don't know, but maybe tomorrow will change. Maybe next week. Maybe maybe right now I do know with the facts yeah. I have at hand, but next week." We're getting a new study. We're getting new data. Whatever it is, I would respect you so much more because you're not telling me what I want to hear. You're telling me what I need to hear. And I will respect someone so much more regardless regardless of instance. I would respect you so much more. So we have uh, from a governmental level. Yeah, any holes that you would poke, man? I, I know I kind of... Yeah. You know, you know, I just wanted to admit my yeah, own wrongdoing there yeah. in this podcast. Yeah, in the governmental level, right? So like say like, you know, the appointment appointee versus elected officials. I think the big hole there is there's just too much. Too too many elected officials. Yeah. Right yeah, now, people don't even like... If you do your... If, if anybody listening, if you do your local judge elections, you probably do not research every one of those judges. Nope. Um, if you do your local superintendent elections... You probably don't even research that, meaning school superintendents, right? Most people don't even know those are elected officials. Yeah, I know. Right? City council. Who looks at those Hell people? No. Right? You're looking at governor. You're looking at maybe congressmen for your city, uh, or sorry, your state, which some people don't even look at that. Like, you know, that's your local congressman at the state level, right? This is a person that nobody knows. This is in, in this area that we're in, it's J.D. Massard. Like, most people don't even know who that person is. Um, and then you have your congressmen and senators for the state level going to federal. Those are the people that everyone knows, right? This is Diane Feinstein. This is your Nancy Pelosi's, right? Those are the names that people get. And then you have your governors of each state. We've got 50 of those. Then you have your president. So I think adding more elected officials to this situation, unfortunately, will just cause mayhem. I like the appointment process. Yeah, but it's one of those things where how do you, how do you codify a policy? Hey, man, you're not allowed to talk to anyone. 
So I don't know if it needs to be that. What I think it needs to be is there's a, maybe I misinterpreted your your direction there. So there's a an understanding that hey, sorry, are you the guy that was elected to talk no. about these things? No. Okay. Cool. So how are you talking about them then? So just a little power check, maybe. Yeah, I think there's a power check. A Unfortunately, power elected check. officials need to say, hey guys, I'm the guy that they elected. I'm going to make the judge because I know my constituents best. That's why I was elected. You weren't elected. I appointed you for expert advice. Mm. Now, this is I why see, I see where we're going. This is why I said those individuals, if they continually provide bad information, they will get elected out. That's why I like the current situation. There's a check and balance already in place for the election process. Unfortunately, I can't do the day-to-day stuff. So a, I, a, want, I a, want to make sure I'm summarizing. So with your policy, or I guess, not really policy, but I don't know what the right word to say is, but almost what you're saying is saying, hey, we need to give more ownership to our elected officials. Yes. Because we already have a metric shit ton, I believe is the technical term. <laughs> we, already have, we already have a lot of elected officials. Way too many. So anyways, we need to give true ownership and true power saying, hey, Mr. President Trump, President Biden, whomever, if you're getting your information and if you're wrong or if you're not willing to admit like saying, hey, you know, the, the humbleness that we talked about earlier, if you're not willing to at least adapt, evolve, you know, emerge, if you will. Okay. Well, your butt's getting out of there then. Yeah, I think I, I, I think that's what you're saying. And I actually can get on board with that. So I feel like we're pretty aligned with media. Number one. No, that's our number one. Okay, okay. Number one is going to be saying, hey, actually give the ownership on the elected official. Media, we're, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Media, we're 100% already. We were aligned. Yes. Let let, let the dollars with the viewership, with the ratings. Correct. Actually matter. Actually count. And then the last We need to actually provide money. We actually need to do an effort to provide our, to let our dollars speak with true non-political bias information. You give me the facts and the facts only, it's going to be boring as hell. And let me have the heated debates at the water cooler. Yeah. If need be. And you know what? For all of our listeners, uh, you know, resources, right? You know, I, I, you're probably listening. You're like, well, who, who is that, Jared? I'm who is Wall that Street Journal guy. Yep. I Wall Street Journal. Journal does a fantastic job. We also job. have uh, some middle ground areas, right? Like uh, pod, there's a couple, not podcasters, I should say, but um, you have Jerry News, which is on Instagram. Jerry News is great. They give you facts. Exactly literally two sentences. Fact, and guess what? Now you can make your own discussion. They yep. give you the information and then you I can respect make Jerry News. I like it. It's a good, it's a good source. It's a good starter. Yep. And then you also have YouTubers. Um, I think it's Crystal and Sangar or Sagar. I forget how to say his exact name. Look them up. Um, I think they're, uh, it's called the Inferno or the Fire um, on YouTube. Also great. Uh, of course, you can see that Crystal's going to be a little bit more left-leaning. Cigar's a little bit more right-leaning. But guess what? They have very, very structured conversations around topics that everybody cares about. And they usually kind of agree towards the end. They, they go through five or six conversations every single day that are a political mess and uh, I'm not saying I listen to them every day, but when I do listen to them, I feel like it's extremely insightful. So for our listeners, go out there, listen to those guys. You know, skip the CNN, skip the Fox News. Go check out somebody, you know, maybe new. And then lastly, I feel like both of us, I, I feel like the underlying term that we're going to land on as far as implementing policies and you abiding by them is accountability. Right? True yeah. accountability. You have to have a penalty for so, these politicians. So one is going to be ownership by our elected officials. Hey, you own for lack of a better term everything good everything if you're going to take credit for the good you have to own the bad yes big believe in that rules number two with the media hey let's let our let's let our dollars speak if all of a sudden you know these youtubers and you know these podcasters that are truly giving facts and facts only start their views start coming Money. ad dollars are going to sure follow yep and I, i'm sorry it's not like everyone has an infinite ad dollar budget you know dollars speak it so if all of a sudden the viewership in. starts increasing ad dollars Yep. are going to increase and decrease respectively. So I like that. Them. So let's see. So we got ownership. We got, what What? What? what would you sum that up in a word? Um, middle ground media. Middle maybe. ground media. Okay. And number two, Third one. Uh, I'm sorry, number three is going to be oh, yeah. accountability. Accountability to our current elected officials, which yeah. we both already agreed there needs to be a penalty. When you, when you make a, an executive order, like our governors did or our mayors did in the last 18 months or our presidents do, when they state something and then they don't follow it, and there's a clear line of hypocrisy that we all laugh about in our dining room tables, and we say, can you believe that the Denver mayor did this yep. or the Austin mayor did Almost this? Almost mocking them, unfortunately. If you, if you have that mocking instance, there, if there's a photo, if there's a text, if there's a tweet, 
if there's a video, guess what? That person, they're probably not your mayor anymore. They so are, I, I almost want to call it ownership for one yeah. for the elected officials. I almost want to say effort by the American people to actually put an effort Ooh. to find the put middle it, ground. Put the onus actually on the. So doers. I want to go ownership, effort, accountability. What person can argue with those three pillars? Ownership, effort, accountability. Come on, man. That's solid, right? I love it. Yeah. I think we both agree. Um, it's been a good podcast. I think I think our viewers are going to like this one. What, what do you think, Jared? Is this, a, this is a pretty good one. I think everybody's going to get a little bit of Honestly, a laugh of those stupid situations. What, what, what are we saying? What's wronger? To, what's wronger? That's the title that we ended up on. COVID, what's wronger? And I, neither one of them are wronger. They're, they're all wrong. It's all wrong. If you think one is, you have to think all are. Correct. Okay. And that's what I want to get. Hey, great podcast, bud. Cheers. Have a good one, everybody.